0: You're listening to Coffee Talk. I am your host, Liv Alliston, and I have Carrie Copling here with me. So hello, hi. Uh, today we are going to be um, talking about having a heart like His. Mm-hmm. This has been on my my heart, <laughs> for lack of a better words, uh, for quite a while. <laughs> David is one, The Psalmist is one of my. Favorite, I want to say Bible characters, but it makes it sound like they're not real, <laughs> right. um, people mentioned in the Bible. And I just love the concept of, of exploring what, what it means to, to have a heart after the things of God, um, just as it's spoken that David did. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off. What does having a heart like God look
1: like to you? That's kind of a fun question to spend time thinking about. <laughs> I think there's a lot of things that go into that. I first thought of like just the fruit of the spirit because mm-hmm. I'm like it has. It's all of those things: faith, joy, love, patience. <laughs> I so lack <like> patience. <laughs> um, We're moms. <laughs> it, goes, it goes with the territory. So I think of I think of that. I think of people mm-hmm. that I know that I consider having a heart like his, mm-hmm. and so I think of the way that they treat others. I think of mm-hmm. the way that they put others first. Um, the way they seek out others to love on, to help, to serve those types of things.
0: I think of that song. Um, and I don't know the name of it. I forget who sings it. Uh, like loving what, what he loves grieved by what Mm. he grieves Mm -hmm. or what he, what grieves him, uh, being like you said, people oriented, loving people, service mindset, and breaking out of comfort zones? Yeah. We put that one on there because he really likes to get us out of our comfort zones. Yes, <laughs> because when we're out of our comfort zones, we're not operating in our own yes. capacity or strength. And so he really shines. A few ways that we know God's heart uh, is through obviously reading his word, mm-hmm. observing his, his creation. Mm-hmm. He speaks through all of his creation. Listening to him, recognizing what he's done, like looking back on past um, answers to prayer yes. and the ways that he's been faithful. So we're just going to go over a few scriptures that reveal God's character uh and these will all be in the show notes uh, i have on here uh john first john 1 5 That uh, he is light mm-hmm. and in him there's no darkness at all exodus 34 5 through 7 that's full i'm going to read that one really quick uh, the lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the lord the lord passed before him and proclaimed the lord the lord a god merciful and gracious slow to anger abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness Keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. So he's faithful, loving, Mm -hmm. gracious, slow to anger, merciful, forgiving, but also just, which I love. And then the last one I had... That I wanted to mention is James one seventeen, which is every good and perfect gift comes from from God. Uh, it says with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So mm-hmm. not only does He give good things, mm-hmm. He is unchanging. Oh yeah, which no. I always love. Yes, um. <laughs> <laughs> which I thank God for. Uh, are there any some scriptures that
1: you specifically um, like to turn to? Yes, well I've been spending um, a lot of time in the Psalms, and so. I feel like almost every psalm talks a little bit about who God is and what his character is. And I will just put this out there as an idea for somebody who might be trying to come up with a fresh thing to do in their mm-hmm. quiet time. A Bible study teacher of mine had, had recommended going through the psalms, psalm by psalm, mm-hmm. in a notebook dedicated just to that. And breaking down each one by what you learn about God in that psalm. Mm-hmm. So that you have just a book full of who is God and what does mm-hmm. he do. Um, And then, of course, for her personal testimony, she had had that resource in her hands for some of her darkest days. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started it. I'm still working on it. It's going to take me a while, but it's a refreshing way to look at the Psalms. Yeah,
0: I had done that. There's a under the Bible studies on the website. There is a Psalm study, Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing. But it's uh, I did different word studies and different contexts. And but what basically what it reveals about. God. Oh yes. So it, that that's what I pers- personally did as well that yes. I loved. And I think that's a great idea to have it
1: all in one place as like a testament sure. to his faithfulness. Yes. yes. That's a great great resource. Uh so so neat. So the Psalms of course are full, but I highlighted a couple here, uh Psalm 40 through 43. In particular, I love because it talks a lot about who God is, but mm-hmm. some of the verses like in in 42 talks about how Uh, My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Mm -hmm. So He is our living God. It talks about hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation, Mm -hmm. and my God. So He is our salvation. Also in the New Testament, then, I've marked one in 2 Timothy Mm -hmm. 2.13, where it says, If we are faithless, He remains faithful. Mm. Um, That's huge. I have it dated with a specific (laughs) incident in life and exclamation points. and um, That's huge for everyone. And I think for me in that particular season, and with my personality of wanting to be perfect at things mm-hmm. and constantly failing, failing mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. just the reminder that he's faithful always,
0: and it doesn't depend upon us.
1: That's exactly which, it. yeah, yes, I am <laughs> thankful for. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one here that I had marked is just here in First Peter two twenty five talks about. God being the shepherd and the overseer of mm-hmm. our souls. Mm-hmm. That's a very tender picture that is. of his character. Yes, it is.
0: The whole, all of God's word is to, it's a love letter mm-hmm. and it's to reveal his character. Mm-hmm. So there are specific names that reveal God's character. Uh, that's another Bible study on the website. I'll put in the show notes, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides, mm-hmm. Jehovah Nisi, um, battle fighter, Jehovah Shalom, um, the Lord is my peace. There's, I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. names of God, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but all of those reveal his character, a different aspect um, of him. And you can't love someone unless you know them. And, right. but he gives us everything we need to know about him so that we can't la- love mm-hmm. him. He enables mm-hmm. us to love him. Yeah. So next, I just want to talk about how can we manifest the image of God, We are created in his image. Mm-hmm. And how do, how do we manifest that to others to point them to him, bring glory to him?
1: Mm. I think a lot of it definitely comes from seeking him, spending time with him. Mm-hmm. We are made in his image, so we bear his image. Mm-hmm. But we want to bear his image well. Right. <laughs> and so we can't do that, obviously, without him. And so it requires... Mm-hmm. It requires seeking him and spending spending time with him. Our Bible fellowship class at church, our small group, has been in Colossians now for a little while, mm-hmm. and so just just a little while ago, we talked about uh, Colossians three two, where it talks about to set your minds on things that are above, mm-hmm. and not on things that are on the earth, mm-hmm. and kind of what does that mean and what does that look like. And for me, and it's deep, right? So there's a lot. It's it can it's deep and broad, so there can be a lot of things, but. I think in this season, it makes me think of uh, sacrificing, mm-hmm. sacrificing those things that I get in the habit of thinking I deserve or I've earned. Mm-hmm. That was a hard day. I I des- I earned this Netflix. You know, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done for the day. Let's get it on. You know, <laughs> whereas maybe I need to set that aside mm-hmm. to spend a little more time with him mm-hmm. um, to become a better bearer of his image. Well, relationships <clears throat> are not one sided. Just like in
0: marriage, right. friendship, like. You know, it's, it's, yes. you've got to, everyone has to sacrifice a little bit yeah. for the sake of just for the relationship and c- keeping communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had written on here, you are who you're around. Mm-hmm. So spend time with him. Right. And you will bear his image. Like him. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like different ways to seek him. Mm-hmm. Obviously reading, studying the Bible, mm-hmm. worship, private worship, corporate worship, mm-hmm. serving, giving prayer, talking to him and then yeah. stopping and listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> giving a chance to respond.
1: <laughs> Make room. Make yeah. room for him.
0: Make room. That is a that is a great way to phrase that. Yes.
1: No, that's very good. And I think the other thing that sticks out to me as important is seeking out the testimony of others mm-hmm. for what God is doing and has done. Mm-hmm. Because it can be so easy to just kind of be absorbed and consumed with your personal Assignment and yeah. you know the day to day at home, or if you have children and a job and all the different things, it's very easy to make that a bubble that mm-hmm. we forget. Right, that there's a much bigger world out there, and that God is doing huge things mm-hmm. in our church, in our friends, and around the world. And so mm-hmm. to seek that out intentionally is encouraging because right. it shows you a bigger God. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um, another thing I just wanted to note about about this subject is so much of what I hear and what I've said before <laughs> is. Um, I tend to make it a checklist of mm. these are the thing, like I need to study the Bible more. I mm-hmm. need to pray more. I need to do this more. Like that's what I should do. But that is out of, that's obligatory, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, it's not a pure motivation. There may be good things, And there are things that God can use, you know, to open your eyes, but it's the wrong motivation. So I I feel like the more that we try to be good Christians, Mm. um, the less glory God receives because Mm -hmm. the spotlight's on us. And that's also when you're doing that, you're making it about you and you're doing everything out of your strength. Mm -hmm. And it robs him of the glory that that he's actually due. And so I feel like instead of, um, checking a list of this is what I sh- this is what a Christian does, these are all of the things and that's what I need to do instead just to like, just to seek to know him yeah. and ask him to reveal him to you mm-hmm. and then the rest of that's going to follow as a response
1: yeah. naturally, yeah. out of that overflow and out of that relationship and love for him. Yes, no, I agree with that and I think I'm the same way with a lot of that stuff because I have an ideal mm-hmm. of what a good Christian quiet time looks like. Right. And that somehow if it did, you know, if I am not attaining that, then I can't possibly be growing the way I should, or Mm -hmm. Christ can't be seen in me as much as he ought, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that, like somehow I'm limiting that. And so it's distracting because Mm -hmm. then it becomes all about you and what you're doing, what you're not doing and what you need to do. Right. Um, it's very distracting. And when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the verse, where John the Baptist talks about how he must decrease and Christ must mm, increase yeah. when that kind of changing of ministry takes place mm-hmm. after Jesus came and got baptized and all that. And also in our Colossians study, the verse talking about how our life is hidden in Christ. Mm. Like our life is hidden in Christ. It shouldn't be us in the forefront.
0: Right. And so I think the the big thing too is what I've had struggled with probably seven years ago is that I, I got to the place where I wanted to see him, Mm. but I didn't really quite have that desire. Mm -hmm. It's like, I I wanted to want to see him, but I I was like, still like Netflix was more important or, you know, my comfort and my agenda, um, was more important. I was just, just frustrated, Mm -hmm. I guess, at myself Mm -hmm. because I wanted that, but I didn't know how to get that. Yes. And so, you know, it was literally like an aha moment of God, like, yeah, I can give me that, you know, like... (laughs) I mean, he's the one he gives us the faith to even believe in him. Yes. So as far as like the want to, I began to pray that God would give me a desire to seek him. Mm. And I started seeing that. I mean, it's a process, right? So uh, you're still at war with your flesh. Yes. Yes. You still have to train your mind to stay on him. Mm -hmm. But I began to see that slowly that I was actually wanting to seek him mm-hmm. and it's just amazing how it just snowballs and you just you just have a hunger
1: right you know like he just yes. gives you that gives hunger you that and then him. fills mm-hmm. it yes um, and,
0: you know satisfies that yeah that is how I got the the one to.
1: <laughs> yes and I think a lot of people feel that way yeah I think there are a lot of Christians who know there's more yes but because of whatever reason they may even have at one time felt like they were there where mm-hmm. they had that hunger and yep. they were being satisfied in his word and from time with him, but have circumstances or whatever gets in the way and changes that. And it's hard sometimes to adjust yeah. to those changes in our lives to keep it going. Cause I know I felt that way. I felt that way also. And again, when I think about, about the ideals, like you set up an ideal of what it should be. I was encouraged by Jen Wilkin, mm-hmm. one of her books. Working, I'm working through currently, but she made a statement in there that Bible study is an investment with a long term payoff. Mm. We don't live in a long term world. Yeah, <laughs> everything is instant, and if it's not, we don't, it's not important. Mm-hmm. And that's the opposite. I feel like of of God and pursuing Him. And for me, I can get caught up in if I'm if I just don't have these revelations like am I learning anything? Is it getting in? Like what's wrong with me that I'm not absorbing right. and like having these pithy little quotes to say like, Oh, right. the Lord showed me this and that. It's not always about that. Right. It's about the abiding and it's right. about the time and it's about that investment. Right. And that was an encouraging reminder to me that part of developing the want and the desire, like you mm-hmm. said, is remembering that it's going to build over time to be withdrawn on as he deems it time.
0: Right. And I I think I was telling somebody that the other day that I, I mean, I think everybody has a tendency to get down on themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just what, where Satan wants to keep us, you know, like (laughs) condemned. There are certain things that I now know Mm. about God or just, you know, that I just, I wish I had known years ago, obviously, but God in his grace knew just when to open my eyes to mm. see that you know it's like I can't beat myself up for man I wish I was yes. I wish I wasn't so dense that I could right. have gotten it years ago <laughs> like why did I not understand but I mean God's the one who reveals everything yes. like he reveals himself just when he wants to reveal mm-hmm. himself, when he knows that you're ready to receive it, for sure. And so, that's one thing that's helped me is the 24 that were walking um, back from Jerusalem with, you know, after Jesus is crucified, oh, yes. and he walks with them, and they yes. don't know who he is, right, until he opens their eyes. Yeah. That's and that's just how yeah. it is. Like we we're not going to know things until he chooses to open mm-hmm. our eyes. I think that's trusting that his grace covers that right and then uh but continuing to press in continuing to pursue so we've talked about that god gives you the the desire to seek him mm-hmm. he always answers those prayers mm-hmm. and period yes. <laughs> it's just that is what he wants to be known and uh, his word by says us. that right? yeah. yeah yes absolutely yeah. and so um a few things so james 4 8 says draw near to god he will draw near mm-hmm. to you Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Mm-hmm. Again, Proverbs eight seventeen, those who seek uh, him will find him. Again, Luke 11, 9 through 10, mm-hmm. um, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Uh, Acts 17 says that he is not far from any of us. And Psalm nine ten, I love this. You have never forsaken those who seek you. Oh, I guess. Uh, so I just love that, just asking God for a heart that truly seeks him. Our pastor, we were going through like the foundation class of becoming members. Mm-hmm. One thing he had said, which is, I guess I'd never heard of, and this is, I mean, semi recently, like in the last <laughs> couple of years, and I was just blown away that, again, that I didn't, I hadn't thought of it from this perspective, but quiet times. Normally I'm like, okay, God, you know, and I pray going into quiet time, Lord, tell me what you want me to know, mm-hmm. like in it to get yes, something, right. but in a self-centered, like, give me what you need, to, so what I need right now mm-hmm. for the day and then we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Lord reveal what you want me to know about you. Mm-hmm. And it's just a different, just a different, just a tiny little shift
1: yes. <laughs> in thinking yes. makes a huge difference it does. because
0: it, again, it was making, my quiet time was being about, me again, instead of about him. And so I just think that pure motivation of seeking him and pressing into him, it will always
1: be answered and satisfied. Yes. There was a verse that I did at the beginning of every day as kind of a prayer Mm -hmm. to pray before you started. I haven't always been very good at that, praying before I study. Mm -hmm. I was kind of, I wrap up my quiet time with a prayer. But um, just being reminded of, you know, open your time with prayer. Mm Mm-hmm to help you refocus really and it does make a difference yeah. but this verse is from psalm 119 verse 18 open my eyes that i may behold wondrous things out of your law like asking him mm-hmm. i'm here like open my eyes yes to those things yeah there is a verse uh the one i
0: i was um, mentioning luke 24 that passage uh, so I think it's Luke, yeah, Luke twenty four forty five. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, mm-hmm. and that's what I started praying when I start my quiet time is that he would open my eyes to understand the word, and then also to reveal himself to me, yeah, just for me personally to reveal his love, yeah. And I just feel like once you know him, once mm-hmm. you know how much. He the depth, which we never fully understand the depth of his sure. love for us. But when you have an inkling right, um, <laughs> as to how deep it is, it, it's not only life-changing, but it demands a response. Mm-hmm. Like You can't not reciprocate
1: when you really, truly yes. know him. Yes. And that helps that understanding of what he's done and who he is also helps with the want. Mm-hmm. The want right. to know him more, the right. want to spend time with him more. When you think about the fact that he loved us, Died for us and saved us when we were sinners. Right. In our dirtiest, nastiest state, he chose right. to do that anyway. From How the beginning we, of time. From the beginning. From the, before we even messed up. Yes. <laughs> before we yes. were created. He yes. knew what was going to happen. He still created us. Yes. And that's extremely humbling. Yeah. And when we were talking at the beginning about what does it look like to have a heart mm-hmm. like his, that was one of the big things that stuck out to me was humility. Yeah. Humility, humility, humility. Yes. Humility in the way that you think of yourself, the mm-hmm. way that you think of others. Having that constant um reminder yeah. of exactly who we are in yeah. compared to Christ. And then living out of a place of being loved. Mm-hmm. That was Elisa Turker's thing that stuck yep. with me was that the way I treat others and the way I respond to others and the way that I live out being an image bearer of mm-hmm. Christ should be from a place of being loved. Yeah. Whether I feel like it, whether I'm being treated that way or not, mm-hmm. I am. Right. And that should be a motivation mm-hmm. for the way that we serve others.
0: Yeah. Out of the overflow of that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then David, he messed up a lot. Yes. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Um, but, but we all do. I mean, yes. the thing is we tend to place sin on a scale mm-hmm. of what's better, what's worse. You know, that's not that bad of a sin. You know, it's not murder or anything like right. that. In the eyes of God, it's all the same. One right. sin and you're disqualified, you know, on yes. your own uh, merit from heaven. So but the thing that I love that you said is humility. Mm-hmm. And he humbled himself before God. Mm-hmm. And he always asked God to cleanse him. He asked, he confessed his sins Mm -hmm. and he just kept pressing in Mm -hmm. and kept pushing to, to seek him and to know him. Mm -hmm. And I think that is truly what having a heart like his is, is even though we mess up, can continue to press in, continue to seek him. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys for listening and tune in next time to Coffee Talk.